the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. It's Arthur Idala on AM 970. The answer. This is the Arthur Idala Power Hour with quintessential New Yorker attorney Arthur Idala, New York's go-to lawyer. He's here to share his stories from in the courtroom and around the city with interviews from high-profile guests and everyday folks calling in to talk about everything from politics, lifestyle, health and wellness, and more. And now your host, making the case for the city he loves, attorney Arthur Idala. Well, this is not your ears deceiving you. This is not the voice of Arthur I. Dallas tonight. He is continuing uh, to take a little time off around the holidays to spend time with his family. Uh, instead, and in his place, uh, just temporarily, you have uh, Joe Borelli. Uh, for those of you who don't know, perhaps you've heard me filling in for Joe Piscopo on occasion in the morning or Kevin McCullough during the day. Uh, but I love being here at AM 970 uh, in the studios uh, with Mr. Alex Garrett, our sound hello, engineer hello. for tonight. Alex, thank you for joining us. Now, uh, hopefully, hopefully we can provide as good of a show uh, for Arthur uh, in his absence as usual, we will be talking about Well, everything. I know you're never at a loss for words, uh, Joe, so you'll, you'll be good. I, I have a feeling tonight, Councilman, you'll be awesome tonight. So, Well, I'll try. Look, look we'll, we'll try to stick uh, with uh, the, the Idala script. Uh, certainly, uh, first of all, we don't begrudge him, by the way, for spending some time home with his family. Uh, and, and it's funny because Mayor Adams uh, caught some grief recently for taking uh, literally two days off uh, right before Christmas to spend some time uh, with, 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 with his family and friends, right. etc. It's so silly uh, when we decide to box in people uh, and uh, pretend like there's something wrong with them taking time uh, to be with the loved ones. It, it, it's silly. Alex, do you agree? Of course. But I mean, I do wish he gave a little heads up before he left. No, I think that would have been the right thing to do or... But but here's my I mean why right you're the mayor there's a deputy mayor you don't need to be uh, you're not commanding the police legions you're not you're not ordering the fire department into buildings um, why do people other than the the most important people in government why does the press need to know where you're going on your personal time now occasionally. The mayor travels for professional reasons. In fact, he was just uh, in uh, Greece uh, at an anti-Semitism conference. Uh, he visited the World Cup, which may or may not have been on his own personal dime. That is a fair question. But when he travels for a public purpose, yeah, I think we all should know where the mayor is, what he's doing, what we're paying him for. When he literally puts a, a vacation day in with the people and says, I'm taking a day off, just leave the guy alone. In fact, I'll go a step further. If you're a Republican like me uh, and you're facing uh, his reelection in three years time and we have a candidate, if your argument at that time is Mayor Adams took off two days before Christmas to be with his friends and family, uh, I don't think we're going to win that that particular race. It's just silly. But we're not going to talk about Mayor Adams uh, that much tonight. We're not going to talk about politics that much tonight. We are going to do a countdown uh, in the second and third block of the most significant and kookiest and interesting and important headlines 
of 2022 that affected the people of New York. Not just talking about New York City news, but we're talking about national news, international news, local news. All the stuff that had an impact uh, on us in 2022, from some of the earliest stories of the years uh, uh, in, in January to stories that are making headlines now. Right and I now, I don't in this even, moment, yep. I don't want to mention his name because I feel like if you mention his name three times, he might show up. <laughs> I don't know what, what, what character he might be playing tonight, uh, whether he's Jewish or, uh, <laughs> uh, or or Latino or black, I was told. He, could, he actually claimed to be black at one point. So we'll talk about that uh, all in due time. Um, but let's talk about some news first. We are still looking at this recovery in Buffalo, New York. Thankfully, the weather here has been just fine. As a matter of fact, tomorrow's supposed to be 50 degrees. Isn't that uh, something? We were just in nine-degree weather a week ago, right, when, for Christmas. And when 50 degrees in December comes along, uh, and it happens to be that week between Christmas and New Year's when a lot of people don't have all that much to do at work, including me, you could almost guarantee that I will be out on the golf course maybe for nine holes tomorrow afternoon. It's tough. The sun sets at around 4.45 See, but you're a public now. servant telling us where you're going to be. I like that. Okay? Now, I'm not going like to tell that. you which golf course, uh, <laughs> but it will be, uh, I believe, it will be a public golf course in the city of New York, uh, hopefully where I can squeeze in nine holes. But that's because we have good weather. Somewhere they did not have good weather this week uh, is Buffalo, New York, and and Erie County specifically. And now the questions are lingering about Governor Hochul, uh, County Executive of Erie County, Mark Polencars, and Buffalo Mayor Byron Brown. I mean, these are the people that, uh, uh, let's put it this way. We talked about Mayor Adams getting grief for not being present during this storm. Nothing happened here. Uh, He's almost getting more grief up until today than some of these leaders who were in town and, in theory, uh, in charge of the rescue and recovery and cleanup operations of Erie County. Uh, Erie County is where Buffalo is. Uh, It is the state's second largest city, despite uh, a tremendous uh, population outmigration over the last three or four decades still. It is the number two city in our our state. It is the Queen City. And incredibly, 37 people, 37 people perished in this record-setting storm. And what 37 you, people, Alex. And, and talk about why that is just raises a bunch of questions. What could have been done differently? Now, this was a bad storm, and, and people did die elsewhere. But outside of Erie County, the death toll was 25. That is in uh, 61 other counties in New York State, and that is in 11 other states. The death toll of this really incredibly powerful storm. Let, let's, not, let's not pretend this storm wasn't an incredibly powerful snowstorm. But the death toll was 25 people in every state and every county that was affected. 37 people alone uh, passed away in Erie County. And the questions remain uh, as to why state leadership did not take these uh, warnings as seriously as they should. I mean, this is Buffalo. They know snow in Buffalo, right? They know two things in Buffalo. Well, they, they know three things. They know the bills. Yep. They know beef on weck. Now, most most people will say buffalo wings, you know. But if you if you if you go to Buffalo enough, 
beef on weck is the staple sandwich, it, and it, it, it's good. It's it's just beef, a piece of roast beef on a weck roll, which is essentially a roll. It's nothing spectacular, but in Buffalo, I don't know if they have that much going on. So the beef on weck is the, the, the staple sandwich. Put that against any deli. In the, the five boroughs, uh, outside of the touristy areas it's of Manhattan, it's that good. It's that good. no. It, I was going to say it's not. It's not. Not even remarkable. It's not. It's, <laughs> it's not even remotely remarkable. Anyway, and they know snow. They know snow. They have plows. They have emergency resources. The state of New York knows snow. Um, Erie County. I mean, it, it, we joke about Buffalo having snow, but it's not even the snowiest part of the state. I think the Tug Valley uh, actually gets more snow, and, and specifically lake effect snow. Where was the governor? Where was the, the chief of state operations, Catherine Garcia? You might remember Catherine Garcia from the de Blasio administration, gets praised quite a bit for being the sanitation uh, commissioner, and I think she did a fine job. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not taking that away from her. But you're the chief of state operations now. This uh, conveys with it very serious responsibilities to marshal resources for significant state operations. A major once-in-a-year, once-in-every-ten-year snowstorm is a major, major state operation. This falls directly in her wheelhouse. We need to know, and we need them to answer questions about why they held off for so long to ban travel by road, why they didn't marshal the National Guard. Now, the governor actually made the bizarre claim that the National Guard is only uh, involved in, in recovery operations in snowstorms. That just isn't true. I mean, the, the National Guard has uh, long had responsibilities of doing active rescue work during snowstorms and during all storms around New York State. And Governor Cuomo, uh, for all his faults, was very frequent in deploying the National Guard out ahead of these storms. Now, Governor Hochul, in theory, was the lieutenant governor. Was she not there? Did, did, did she at least not even read the news that you can use the National mm. Guard for this purpose? So I think some significant questions remain uh, for Governor Hochul uh, and her team, uh, and significant questions remain for uh, the county executive, Mark Polencars. I mean, this is really... A, a problematic failure of city and state government that we just have to be cognizant of and we need to question our leaders of. So, uh, I, I, you know, I don't want to beat a dead horse. I don't want to beat a, a Governor Hochul up any more than, than she probably deserves for this storm. And we'll move on. We do have a good show uh, for you tonight. Uh, as I mentioned earlier, uh, we're going to be counting down the top 10, uh, you know, really attention-grabbing headlines for New Yorkers during the past year, starting from some of the, the, the crazy stories early on, uh, going through stories that are happening today. This is Joe Borelli filling in for Arthur Idala for just one night and one night only. I hope you're enjoying yourself. We will see you in a few minutes when we get back from the break.
I will tell you that there is no better medicine for me anyway than spending time with my children. And when we're healthy, we think we don't need a power of attorney or a healthcare proxy. We think we can worry about that when we're older or we become sick and nothing could be further from the truth. The fact is, if something happens, you might not be able to designate a power of attorney or a healthcare proxy. What happens then? The state or the courts may have to make those choices for you. Is that what you really want? It's essential to create a power of attorney and a healthcare proxy as soon as you can when you're healthy. Call Connors and Sullivan Attorneys at Law. They really know their stuff. They've been doing it for 40 years and they'll help make a plan that protects you best. You'll designate who you want to make decisions for you. So for a free in-person consultation in Manhattan, Brooklyn, Queens, Staten Island, you'll have a consultation with a lawyer. Just call 718-238-6500, 718-238-6500. Hey, it's Joe Piscopo. Protect your future in these uncertain times with gold and silver. Since 1975, U.S. CoinSpot is the spot for the best deals when buying and selling gold and silver coins, numismatic coins, coin collections, American or foreign, old and new, from half cents to any denomination, U.S. CoinSpot is the spot to sell anything gold or silver, old or new, at the best prices. Buy one ounce pure silver American Eagle for $739 per roll of 20. Buy a set of five silver wing cap Liberty Dimes minted between 1916 and 1945, one dime guaranteed over 100 years old for only $29.75. Limit by sets per order. Call now. Receive a bonus Silver Walking Liberty half dollar minted between 1916 and 1947 with each set inspired by designs of Adolf Weinman. First 50 callers get a scarce Liberty V nickel. Call 888-5-COIN-SPOT. 888-5-COIN-SPOT. That's 888-526-4677 for this great offer. Coin conditions may vary. Listen to us online at am970theanswer.com. Tune in, iHeart, Alexa, or odyssey.com. Freehold Mitsubishi in Freehold Township, New Jersey, is proud to be an automotive leader in our area and sponsor of the Power Hour with Arthur Idala, a new generation of independent, modern, and savvy consumers who want styling and value are looking at the all-new 2022 Mitsubishi Outlander and finding Mitsubishi's industry-leading 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain limited warranty and available seven-passenger seating makes Outlander an outstanding choice. Drive one today at Freehold Mitsubishi for best selection. Let's go. Visit FreeholdMitsubishi.com or call 732-863-2788. Welcome back to the Arthur Idala Power Hour. Uh, this is Joe Borelli. I hope I entertain you. Uh, so I was going to, and, and I did go, I went to the Christmas party of uh, State Senator-elect uh, Jessica Spanton the other night, and um, she is continuing the tradition of her predecessor, Diane Savino, and, and they have a Christmas party every year, and it's a nice event. It's at Denoy, great ev- a restaurant on Staten Island, highly recommend it. Ask for Eddie. He's the owner, wonderful guy. Now, they always do karaoke. So I practiced for about a week um, two songs. One was the song you just heard, Creedence Clearwater Revival, uh, Looking Out My Back Door. Uh, and the other was uh, The Animals. I think I was singing We Gotta Get Out. No, not We Gotta Get Out of This Place. Um, Please Don't Let Me Be Misunderstood. Okay. So I practiced these two songs, you know, uh, for, for like two weeks. And then I got there to the party. 
And I had to leave. I had to leave after like an hour. I had something else that night. But the karaoke didn't begin. And and now I just want to give the world the gift uh, of my singing. And I'm Should gonna, I re-spool the song I, for I, you then? I'm, I'm going to have to find another karaoke event to go to. Like, I'm going to really start opening some of the invitations I get and really looking at them. And, you know, usually my staff, we get a lot of invitations to different things around the city. And my staff will put a pile together for, like, you know, this is stuff happening in Staten Island or lower Manhattan because I'm at City Hall a lot. And then here's the pile of things that's happening in the other five boroughs that I may or may not want to drive to at, like, you know, 830 at night. Now I'm going to have them classify, uh, you know, put a new category <laughs> okay. on the rare occasion a karaoke event comes. There already is, by the way, a, a, a category for golf. So golf outing invitations go in a special pile directly to me, uh, you know, text me right away, uh, you know, because if I have to get a foursome together, I'll do the work. I'll do the work. But now we're going to have to add karaoke just so I could sing a couple of these songs that I practiced uh, so much. Are there many singing council members or are you like one of the only No, but but now in Albany, there's a big, uh, back in my day, I haven't been in the state legislature since 2015. The last session I was at was 2015. Uh, But back in my day uh, in the state legislature, there was karaoke every uh, Tuesday night at a place called Pinto and Hobbs right up the block from the Capitol. And, you know, you're in Albany for, for two nights a week for half the year and your work day on a normal day would end around five o'clock six o'clock uh, then you'd go to a series of evening events which with some organization is always having some reception uh, some way to you know, bend the ear of legislators uh, and and they serve wine and cheese and, and and you know beer right so so everyone's going right I mean you know you don't have to bend sure. my arm to, to get me to go to a little buffet table uh, and, and a bar after that, now it's like 8 o'clock, and, and what are you going to do? You, you don't have any family responsibility. You're, you're in Albany. There's not much to do, so you go to a bar a lot of times. And one of the better bars and the most fun place to go was this karaoke bar where all the members of the legislature would often go uh, and sing, and it was actually a lot of fun and a good place to build some camaraderie. Um, now, let me ask you this. Has politics divided everybody where that doesn't happen anymore at any level? Un- or unfortunately, what? yeah. Albany is a very polarized place. In fact, we even see the city council now is more polarized uh, than it ever was. And, and I would say that's because of the election uh, of uh, some more uh, right-leaning uh, politicians than we've had in the past and, and more of them. Uh, and we have outright socialists right now. I mean, we have people that are, I mean, they're trust fund socialists, right? They all went to $50,000 a year private schools and they're, you know, they think they're on the barricade in Les Mis, you know, fighting for the working man. I mean, I, I'd fight for the working man all day if sure. I had, you know, a half million dollars uh, in assets uh, coming to me every year. That said... I think it does make the council a bit more polarizing. And we also have a speaker who has a re-election battle, which is not often the case in a a body with term limits that you have a speaker who will face a re-election. So it's an interesting thing. But I want to get into the top 10. Okay, let's get to it. The top 10 news stories. I don't even know if we have a drum roll. We probably should have talked about that uh, in the break. But, but, you know, do we have a drum roll, Alex? I mean, can can you do that? You know, Sam Bolino has a bunch of these sound effects, and uh, I'm going to find out exactly what we got for you, okay? But uh, Well, let's pretend the drum roll is happening right now. Number 10 of the Borelli's top 10 headline-grabbing stories is the story that's happening 
happening right now, uh, and it is the story of George Santos. Elect me if you can, George Santos. Now, this is a, a absolute bizarre story. Now, we expect almost, uh, and, and this is perhaps a, a sad dose of reality about our society today, we almost expect our politicians to to embellish a bit of their resume. In fact, the current president of the United States said he graduated at the top of his law school class and got not one, I think, but two uh, degrees from the University of Delaware, uh, where he never attended, apparently, or so, something like that. Now, but this guy, Santos, I mean, he he is fundamentally lying about some things. I mean, there are, you know, there are some things that you just can't explain away as an exaggeration. And the interesting thing is that the Republicans didn't win enough seats. Uh, The ones in Washington are going to have to stand by him. Uh, Kevin McCarthy cannot risk a re-election battle. Look, every every cycle you have uh, members of Congress who resign, who pass away, who, who, um, you know, things happen and, and they're no retire longer also, they retire. Right? So there will be special elections over the next two years. So having a, a razor thin four or five seat majority makes a big difference. They are not letting this guy resign. George Santos is not resigning. If you think he's resigning, I have a bridge to sell you. Now, that puts him in jeopardy. Because now, not only is the Ethics Committee going to look at his finances, uh, but the Attorney General uh, of the state of New York and the Nassau County District Attorney, to her credit, who is a Republican, uh, is going to look into what he has to say. Because, look, you can't disclose. The reason we have disclosures in public officials is so we're aware of people who are getting paid uh, on the side, right? You can't sh- show your you know fifty thousand dollars in assets one year, and then eight million dollars the next time you run two years later. Out of nowhere, it with, seems with like absolutely too. no explanation. This is part and parcel to why we have disclosures, uh, and you know for the same reason people get upset when they say, "How could Nancy Pelosi be worth uh, two hundred million dollars a year?" Yeah, that's a fair question. It doesn't negate the fact that George Santos might be doing something shady uh, as well. So we're gonna we're gonna it's gonna be interesting to see how that plays out. My friend Doug Murray at the New York Post and the, the Telegraph, he put a great op-ed in today's uh, uh, um, New York Post, uh, kind of arguing what I said about about Joe Biden. You know why why do people just let Joe Biden's exaggerations and fibs just go by the wayside? But that's number ten. Number nine. Okay, that's good. That's good. That's a good drum roll. The shooting of officers Jason Rivera and Wilbert Mora back on January 21st. If you were in New York City at this time, uh, uh, this was a moment of united anger and united sorrow. And uh, I don't recall, and only the most extreme, wacky lefties uh, were not somehow feeling the pain uh, of of losing these two officers. These are two officers who responded to a domestic violence uh, incident uh, and were shot. Uh, and uh, their third partner that night was a hero who actually uh, was able to neutralize, to say politely, the gunman. Uh, but this loss really, really shocked New York. Uh, and the the... I, I was at the funerals, and I, I mean, hearing some of the eulogies was some of the saddest moments uh, I have had as an elected official. 
listening to uh, the words that some of the family members uh, did. But say. it was also unique because I believe Mora's wife uh, called out. Didn't he? She called out Alvin Bragg. She, she did. I mean, she did. I mean, th- we we united against people like Alvin Bragg. And you know what? The the the, the idea that he wouldn't be enforcing laws came true. It came true. I just saw a tweet from the 19th precinct. They arrested the same person in just one precinct six times for burglary. Six times an officer or officers had to put themselves in harm's way to apprehend someone. Uh, An incident that is inherently sometimes violent, right? Apprehending someone involves violence, is inherently dangerous. Holding someone against their will is inherently dangerous. To have us put our officers in harm's way when this person's just going to get out the very next hour is beyond the pale stupidity. And most of us believe in second chances. But sixth chances, eighth chances... 25th chances. It goes on and on. Uh, And uh, I think the shooting of these two officers was a moment of reflection on that. Now, number eight. Wait a minute. Did you lose lose the drum roll? Did you lose the drum roll? One job, Alex. One job. Put the drum roll when I when I wave my hands Conduct like me, this. Then. Conduct okay? me, yeah. That means drum roll, please. Number eight, the April twelfth N train shooting. Again, a police involved story. Uh, April twelfth, uh, two thousand twenty two, on the thirty sixth Street station in Brooklyn. Frank James, a gunman, opened fire. Ten people wounded, uh, and this was a headline grabber because we did not know whether this was going to be a massive international terrorist incident uh, or what it turned out to be uh, mental illness, domestic terrorism. But this was one of those days, again, that united New Yorkers. It was one of those days where look, we, we all ride the subway. We're all now in 2022 afraid of those people that look a little mentally ill. Uh, and to hear this happening uh, really did strike a chord with so many of us. And to see the panic in people's faces when there were unconcerned, uh, unconfirmed reports that this gunman was on the loose. Was he going to schools? Was he walking down the street, et cetera, et cetera? Uh, that was a day uh, for uh, a real concern of New Yorkers and, frankly, for real bravery f- from uh, uh, MTA workers, uh, from the fire department. Uh, and, of course, from our police department uh, who uh, handle these uh, situations incredibly. And by the way, a shout out to our police officers, our firefighters, our OEM staff, our DOT workers, and our ferry boat captains for the, for the way they handled that ferry fire the other day. Uh, that, they took a serious incident, uh, and they really did uh, act and perform uh, outstandingly. We're going to leave it there at 8 for now. When we come back, we'll go 7 to 1 on the Borelli Top 10 Headlines of 2022. Well, we have been talking so much about Plaza College and their court reporting program, and the response has been overwhelming. So Plaza College now wants us to tell you a little bit more. They have been around since 1916, and not only do they have the School of Court Reporting, but they have four other schools of study, including their new School of Nursing. The Accelerated Bachelor of Science in Nursing program can be completed in just 16 months. Students complete their curriculum in the new Center for Healthcare Simulation on Plaza's campus and within the best hospital systems in New York City. 
Plaza also has a dental hygiene program with a 20-chair community clinic. Students work on live patients under the supervision of a dentist. It's incredible. If you want additional information regarding the programs I mentioned or Plaza's other areas of study, like their School of Business and Paralegal Studies or School of Allied Health, just visit their website at plazacollege.edu. It's Dr. Lederman about innovative cancer treatment options often hidden elsewhere. Dr. Lederman discusses all options, what every doctor should do. Patients are amazed at Dr. Lederman's first in America radio surgery hidden options. Non-invasive, outpatient, highly successful treatment where we attack the cancer. I'm Dr. Lederman for your loved one with cancer treatment options that may have been hidden from you when most needed. For newer recurrent cancers, most anywhere in the body, even if prior chemo, surgery, or radiation didn't work or isn't wanted, call Dr. Lederman, two and two choices, two and two choices, for appointment and free cancer treatment booklet DVD. 1384 Broadway at 38th. Most insurances, Medicare, Medicaid accepted. Learn about hidden cancer treatment options. Hidden no more with Dr. Lederman. Two and two choices. Two and two choices. Listen to us online at am970theanswer.com. Tune in, iHeart, Alexa, or odyssey.com. Freehold Mitsubishi in Freehold Township, New Jersey, is proud to be an automotive leader in our area and sponsor of the Power Hour with Arthur Idala. Come experience the all-new 2023 Mitsubishi PHEV, our plug-in hybrid electric vehicle. Bold, capable, electrifying. Reserve yours today. Visit FreeholdMitsubishi.com or call 732-863-2788. Freehold Mitsubishi, just a short ride from anywhere in the metro tri-state area. 732-863-2788. Back to the Arthur Idala Power Hour with New York City's preeminent trial attorney and quintessential New Yorker, attorney Arthur Idala. Welcome back to the Arthur Idala Power Hour. This is not Arthur Idala tonight. This is Joe Borelli, City Councilman Extraordinaire, uh, City Hall Insider, Professor Flanner, author, Boulevardier, perhaps. Uh, you, I mean, most people just uh, you know don't call me any of those things. Uh, <laughs> I'm just, I'm just. Happy well, you are a minority not. leader, right? It, it, right. That's the one title. Sometimes they do call me, and I forgot to mention that. Uh, Arthur is taking a little break tonight, uh, this week, uh, to spend some time with his family, a well-deserved uh, rest and respite with his uh, beautiful, beautiful family. Uh, he is a very lucky man, and every moment he's not with them and he's on the air with you, uh, we should feel thankful uh, that he is doing that. So uh, this is Joe Brilliant. I want to get back to the top 10 headline-grabbing stories of 2022. Drum roll, please. Number seven. COVID easing. Now, back in September, you might have recalled the World Health Organization, uh, undoubtedly a trusted source of COVID information, uh, declared that the end of the pandemic is in sight. Uh, Nearly all restrictions outside of bizarrely uh, antiquated restrictions in New York City have been lifted around the country, most notably uh, on the military vaccine requirements that the president uh, just essentially lifted with the signing of the the spending package uh, that happened this week. Uh, But, I mean, it it was kind of interesting to see how quickly people, uh, how quickly rather the pendulum 
swung back in the other direction. Uh, People were COVID insane. They were frankly COVID insane. Some of these restrictions were absolutely ridiculous. uh, And uh, I really do uh, fault some people for not calling out how nonsensical some of the COVID rules uh, were. And the more we learn, the more we learn through uh, documents that come to light, through emails that come to light, through testimony, uh, now through these Twitter files, when you see how much uh, the government was trying to regulate actual scientific debate uh, on these things, how, how much evidence uh, uh, that the vaccines were not, as the president said, 100 percent safe and effective. I mean, all of this stuff really came to a head uh, this year. And we saw the pandemic uh, pendulum swing back very hard in the opposite direction. And thankfully so. Uh, I, I, I am upset with myself for not even being, and I was probably one of the loudest politicians against almost every single mandate under the sun. Uh, and I uh, wish I was even louder Uh, with the hindsight of how right we were. I mean, oh, yes, uh, the restaurants have to stay closed till 10 p.m., or or Uh rather they have to close at 10 p.m. because COVID, COVID will strike at 10.01. Right. Um, Or or you you could make your restaurant outside, but it it could be inside, just outside. As long as it was outside but inside, it makes a lot of sense, right? These are all things that make tremendous amount uh, of sense to us. Or, Or the tanning salons. If you sit in a tanning salon booth by yourself, you're you're somehow going to subject yourself to COVID. These were all such, such ridiculous rules. And the price we pay uh, in our children's education uh, will be felt for uh, a generation. Unfortunately, it will be felt for a generation. Uh, But thankfully... The World Health Organization conceded that the end of the pandemic uh, is in sight, which is a good thing. The end is near, right, or something like that? The end is near. The end is near, uh, as they uh, say, which is good. Uh, Number six. The Prime Minister of England resigning and having three Prime Ministers in 45 days or 4.1 Scaramucci's, to use the term (laughs) uh, made famous by the Trump administration, uh, short-lived two-and-a-half-week press secretary, Anthony Scaramucci. Now, believe it or not, I mean, Boris Johnson, I'm a Boris Johnson fan. Uh, I like his writing. Uh, I actually used to follow him uh, in in the the, the Daily Mail and the Daily Telegraph, rather. When he had a column, he was a very poignant writer. I think... Uh, I I always look as as a politician who wrote two books. I like seeing politicians who write books. Uh, I think Churchill is a fascinating character because of 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 the canon uh, of literature which he published over his lifetime. I I think uh, Prime Minister Benjamin Disraeli is is one of the more interesting uh, prime ministers because uh, I mean, really, of his his novel, uh, the book Sybil. In fact, if you want to read a good nineteenth century uh, book. Uh, about the labor movement and about uh, 19th century Britain uh, and the hardships and the class war. Uh, read the book Sybil, Sybil, S-Y-B-I-L, very good. But Boris Johnson uh, gets caught in these COVID scandals because apparently he wanted to have a party uh, when he banned partying in the U.K. This eventually leads him to resign. Uh, Liz Truss takes over, last 45 days. Now we have Rashi Sunak, who was the orchestrator of the, the takedown of Boris Johnson. And by the way, where are all the, the, the calls to resign for all these Democratic politicians like Gavin Newsom, who did the very same thing and partied at the French Laundry, uh, or Nancy Pelosi, who was going to get her hair done while she was ordering hair salons closed and everyone to stay home and be safe? Such hypocrites. Such hypocrites. At least uh, the public demanded 
uh, that Boris Johnson resigned. Now, we'll see. He might be making a comeback. But that was story number six. Number five, the June 24th, six to three decision of Roe v. Wade, a extremely significant American political event, uh, one that that uh, if you are pro-life took, uh, you know, almost uh, 50 years, I think, to uh, be undone. If you're pro-choice, the worst day of your life uh, and the earth shattering consequences in our 2022 election cycle uh, were felt. There was talk for a time where uh, a lot of folks believed that this issue was not going to be uh, an issue on the ballot. Uh, I actually had long had the opinion, and I was proven right. I mean, I I love to toot my own horn, but I said this is an issue that's going to be an issue in states where it's an issue. In New York, where uh, the, the, the rights of a woman to get an abortion was never in question, it was never going to not happen. There was the state legislatures never going to change a blessed thing about it. It was not an issue here. You actually saw Republicans make tremendous gains in this state because, frankly, abortion wasn't on the issue. In fact, Lee Zeldin did everything he could to remind people that abortion is not on the ballot. Now, I spent some time in the Phoenix metro area. Now, in Arizona, Abortion law after Roe went back to a 19, I think 12 or 1918 law where they were going to prosecute people who perform abortions. Now, this is an existential question of whether abortions would be legal or illegal in the state of Arizona. And in Arizona, you saw more women turn out. You saw more Democrats be motivated by this issue. And, and no surprise, someone who, who was sort of pushed to the far right of, of the spectrum, Carrie Lake uh, and Blake Masters, they didn't win. By the way, my good friend Kevin Thompson won a statewide race in Arizona as a Republican because he's a moderate. I mean, he just, he didn't have these positions. He's the Public Service Commission. I don't even know what that does. But kudos to my friend Kevin Thompson, uh, formerly a council member from Mesa, Arizona. That's number five. Number four. Argentina campeonas del mundo. <laughs> Did you see Times Square? I was in Times Square when Messi and them and Argentine won. The Argentinian population went wild in I, Times Square. I did not see it, but I do remember <laughs> just watching the video over and over again of the guy on the Spanish ch- channel. Uh, I forgot his name, but he's an Argentina guy. You just kept saying over and over. You could hear the tears in his voice. Argentina campeona del mundo. The tears. You could feel them through the audio and his microphone. And it's great. Uh, I love Kylian Mbappe. I love the sport of soccer. Uh, I love Lionel Messi. It was incredible to see the best... Andres Cantor is his name, yes, by the way. Yes, yes, yes. It was great to see the best older player at the, at the, you know, the, the sunset of his career. He's going to come to the U.S. next year, which is what a lot of big-name players do now. And one of the youngest and probably the best player in the world right now, Kylian Mbappe, play uh, in the, the World Cup final. And uh, I've been a supporter of Argentina for a while. I got to go to Argentina a couple of years ago. Actually, it was a long time ago, 2011. I got to see Boca Juniors play, which is their big team, uh, in, in a great game. A little scary, not going to lie. Uh, a little scary to be in the Independiente Stadium uh, and, and watch well, the Well, I've game. seen videos in different stadiums of them lighting fires. That yeah, can happen. They, light, they light fires. They shoot, they shoot flares. Fireworks they, they and everything all, like that. Yeah. You know, they, they, have, they bring drum, uh, drum 
drums and bands into the stadium, and everybody knows every word of every song. And and, and me and my good friend Kevin McNeil, uh, he's probably listening right now. He's a fire lieutenant uh, over uh, uh, in the Rat House, uh, for those of you on the fire department who are listening right now. But uh, it was kind of a dicey call. Uh, Kevin and I were penned in with the Independiente supporters, uh, and the Boca supporters were walking over to us. It was a, it was a, a dicey situation. Uh, and, of course, I've traveled to see West Ham play a number of times in the U.K. I love the sport of soccer. Uh, that's why number four is uh, Argentina and Lionel Messi winning the World Cup. Number three. The number three most important story for New Yorkers, the headline, the migrant crisis. The migrant crisis happening at our doorstep. Uh, thanks in part, in a good way, to Governor Greg Abbott, uh, Governor Doug Ducey, uh, Governor uh, Ron DeSantis, because I think these problems existed for a long time, as long as the border has been open since the Trump administration end. Um, and uh, kudos to this, these governors who are trying to make this a national a national issue and trying to raise awareness of how much it costs. Now we have a price tag. Now these liberals cannot deny anymore that there is a significant cost to people coming across our border illegally. The cost for New York, according to the IBL already, $680 billion, million. The real cost in a budget year is going to be a billion dollars. A billion dollars. The city, we have a $100 billion budget, but really it's like a $68 billion budget because some of that money is a pass-through. Some of that money is already a required spending in our share of Medicaid and things like that. It's more than 1% of our budget going to 30,000 people uh, who have come here uh, against the laws of our country uh, and who we as a sanctuary city have decided we are responsible for. Is it fair? No, it's not fair. I think the mayor's right to push back on the city council. You can't be a city council member demanding we care for all these migrants and then saying, oh, but don't take it out of my discretionary budget, as though the city is flushed with money trees that just grow from every corner in Brooklyn where you can just harvest the fruit of New York City trees. Well, there is, a, there is the, the book, A Tree Grows in Brooklyn, right? It's a fine book. It was a movie, too, I think. I, I, I didn't see either of it. Uh, but let's leave it there. We'll take a short break. When we get back, the number two... Uh, and the number one stories. Uh, and we'll do the Authorized Dallas Show tradition uh, of birthdays. We'll be back after this. Freehold Mitsubishi in Freehold Township, New Jersey, is proud to be an automotive leader in our area and sponsor of the Power Hour with Arthur Idala, a new generation of independent, modern, and savvy consumers who want styling and value are looking at the all-new 2022 Mitsubishi Outlander and finding Mitsubishi's industry-leading 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain limited warranty and available seven-passenger seating makes Outlander an outstanding choice. Drive one today at Freehold Mitsubishi for best selection. Let's go. Visit FreeholdMitsubishi.com or call 732-863-2788. Listen to us online at am970theanswer.com. Tune in, iHeart, Alexa, or odyssey.com. Well, folks, New Year's Eve is right around the corner, and why not sail into 2023 aboard the Atlantis yacht? The Atlantis of New York Cruises is hosting a fabulous New Year's Eve party that is guaranteed to impress. It's the best place for a 360-degree view of the New Year's Eve fireworks. 
event itinerary includes hors d'oeuvres and gourmet buffet, premium open bar featuring their gold bar with festive New Year's Eve cocktails and live DJ entertainment. And of course, there will be free-flowing champagne. Speaking of New Year's, I can't think of a better place to pop the question to that special someone in your life than on the Atlantis. Captain Fred and the amazing New York Cruises staff go above and beyond with every detail. Tickets are going fast. For more information or to buy tickets, visit NewYorkCruises.com or call 718-646-8083. My friend and I are taking a trip to Mexico this year, but neither of us speak Spanish. So we downloaded Babbel and started learning Spanish fast. Want to start getting conversational in another language in as little as three weeks? Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons were designed by language experts to be the most efficient and effective way to learn a new language. ¿Cómo te llamas? ¿Cómo te llamas? Babbel, language for life. Celebrating 10 million subscriptions sold. Now try Babbel for free at Babbel.com. That's B-A-B-B-E-L.com. Attorney CPA Joe Cordell. You hear the phrase a lot this time of year, happy holidays. But holidays are not always happy, particularly for guys grappling with a divorce that they didn't choose. These men need more than the help of a good lawyer. They need the hope and encouragement of a good friend. 866-DADS-LAW, 701 Eastgate Drive, Suite 310, Mount Laurel, New Jersey, 08054. Diana Magala, licensed in New York and New Jersey. Joseph Cordell, licensed in Missouri and Illinois only. CordellCordell.com. Orange basketball looks to bounce back Saturday when it meets Boston College in the Dome to close out the calendar year. Join us for Orange pregame at 1.30, tip-off at 2 on AM 970, The Answer. New York's home for Syracuse University basketball. Kevin McCullough is next on AM 970, The Answer. Joe Borelli filling in for author right now. One of your favorite bands on right now, right? Is it one of my favorites? I don't know. You asked me what I wanted to hear. I said the Smiths, uh, a little bit of Morrissey, Never Hurts Nobody. This is Joe Borelli filling in for Arthur Idala in our last segment of our Power Hour. Hope you guys are, are, if you're on your way home, I hope you're almost there. If you're not, hope there's no traffic uh, on your, uh, out your uh, dashboard uh, window. Uh, hopefully it's all smooth sailing. Uh, we are going to come back and take you to the final two of the top two stories uh, of the year affecting New Yorkers, although most both of these stories are actually international stories, not too uh, not too much uh, in the way of local news coverage on them, but they sure as heck affect local people here in New York. Uh, number two, inflation. Inflation. Not one other word could probably describe 2022 uh, as much uh, as this inflationary crisis caused uh, in part by the uh, inept politics of Joe Biden, uh, his response uh, to the pandemic, his response to uh, global market pressures, his response to uh, monetary policy. Uh, all of these things uh, added up uh, to the problem. Now, what did he do? He blamed inflation on the war in Russia. He blamed inflation on COVID. Uh, all of these things were happening, by the way, uh, before the Russian invasion. 
and now we New Yorkers, we uh, Americans, we global citizens uh, are left uh, under the weight of this hugely inflationary, uh, uh, problematic situation. Uh, my family and I are trying to sell a house. It's a problem. I mean, the rates are so high now because the only way we're really going to get out of an inflationary crisis is to raise rates, unfortunately. So uh, we're seeing our housing market drop. We're seeing the cost of everything go up. We're seeing wages remain stagnant. We're seeing people can't afford to live here in New York City. We saw a half million people flee the state. A half million people flee the state. The entire state of Wyoming fled the state of New York. Uh, and it's incredible when, when you start thinking about that. Uh, and uh, I would venture to say uh, the greatest factor of that outward migration is the tremendous cost of living. Now you have Governor Hogel talking about uh, congestion pricing, just just uh, a guaranteed way, a guaranteed way. There's no, there's no, I mean, even the MTA's own, you know, puffy report on congestion pricing uh, saying this will have a, a, a financial problem uh, downstream uh, as the cost of getting to Manhattan will go up to $23 a day uh, and the cost of every good, every service, every job in Manhattan uh, also paying this cost. I mean, look, if you're a sanitation worker working at a garage in Manhattan versus a sanitation worker at a garage in Brooklyn, you make $5,000 less because you're going to be paying this $23 charge to drive yourself in your Nissan Sentra to a sanitation garage uh, at 3.30 a.m. Because only crazy people will take the subway to work every day at 3.30 a.m. And, and I know you're there in the thick of the budget fight. Is any of this being taken into account in the budget fight for 2023? No, I mean, the the, the city council and state legislature are governed by absolute climate zealots who don't care. Uh, I, I urge everyone to stand uh, next to the Brooklyn Bridge and look at the cars that come over the Brooklyn Bridge that are going to be taxed $23 a pop now. Uh, they're not Maseratis and Bugattis and Rolls Royces. They're not driven by monocle, you know, wearing, top hat wearing uh, wealthy people. Uh, you, you're talking about, you know, home health aides in a minivan. You're talking about plumbers in, in uh, an old van to bring their plumbing supplies. You're talking about people in beat up Kias coming across that bridge who, who are going to be the brunt of the punishment. That's why number two, uh, most significant headline for New Yorkers and Americans this year is inflation. That leaves us with number one. The war in Ukraine. Nothing has upset the geopolitical uh, detente as much as the war in Ukraine. Nothing has signified the end of the post-Cold War era uh, like uh, Russia invading a a potential NATO member state, someone who a uh, state which which has uh, clear uh, the the clear formation of alliances within uh, the NATO world. Uh, this war triggered the addition of Sweden and Finland uh, to NATO, uh, which I don't think we talk about enough as, as being significant. I mean, Finland is sort of the the the, the soft overbelly. Uh, of Russia, this creates significant challenges uh, to Russia, and uh, will probably only be met with more uh, escalations uh, over time. Certainly, the escalations uh, between China and the U.S. Uh, have resulted in even more tension. We saw a, a fighter jet from China today passing just 20 feet away uh, from an American Air Force uh, airplane uh, in a show of defiance. 
These things are all happening because of the war in Ukraine, whether you think the response is too weak or too strong, or we shouldn't be there, we should be there. Uh, that's not my point. My point is that nothing has uh, upset the geopolitical apple cart as much as the war in Ukraine. And that being number one, it rounds out my top 10 headlines of 2022. Now, because this is the Arthur I. Dallas show, we got to go through some birthdays. Yes, we do. We got some birthdays. First and foremost, John Voigt, uh, actor. I prefer to call him Republican actor, yes. John Voigt. <laughs> Ted Danson, 75 years old, still looks pretty good. Love him on uh, Curb Your Enthusiasm. Yvonne Elliman, I have no idea who this person is. Nope. I have, nope. Not, I have not even the remotest clue who <laughs> Yvonne Elliman is, uh, nor do I know Neil Giraldo. I don't know. He was the spouse of Pat Benatar. Now I know Pat Benatar. Yes, I we won't, all know I won't. I won't. Pat you know, Benatar. sing for the audience. We are young. Heartache to heartache, we stand. Uh, Paula Poundstone, mediocre comedian. Will you be here all week? Or? I wish. Uh, Dexter Holland, lead singer of The Offspring, great, great. Uh, um, um, band from back in the day. Ashley Banfield. Now, I used to do her show quite a bit on Headline News. She is a wonderfully nice person uh, over at Headline News slash CNN. She's 55. She looks great. God bless her. She's a a beautiful woman. Very nice, too. Uh, Lily Wachowski. No clue. Don't know who that is. Jude Law. Great actor. Great actor. Uh, uh, Mary Tyler Moore would have been 85 today. Now, that's sad. Because I, my mother and I would watch uh, both the Dick Van Dyke show okay. and the Mary Tyler Moore show, and she was great. Uh, and uh, So I've got one question for you. Do you feel like you've made it after all? You're going to make, make it, it after, after all. all. Oh, now you got me singing. And you great. spin and throw your hat in the air. Yes, exactly. Uh, and finally, Andrew Johnson, the first president to be impeached, uh, would have been 214 today. Now, uh I hope they make a biopic of Andrew Johnson because he is the spitting image of Tommy Lee Jones. Uh, If you don't believe me, uh, look it up. We also have some deaths. Pele, Pele, the soccer star, uh, star of the New York Cosmos, passed away today. And uh, we are uh, awaiting the sad news uh, of Pope Benedict's, uh, unfortunately, grave uh, illness. Uh, How will he be remembered? Will he be remembered as a conservative pope? Uh, you know, different from Pope Francis, or will he be remembered as the pope that didn't act in the church uh, child abuse scandals? We'll see. Uh, I am going out to country night at Cypress Hall with my wife in just an hour on Staten Island, Richmond Road. If you're in town, come by Cypress Hall for some good sausage samplers and country music tonight. This is Joe Borelli filling in for Arthur Rydala, signing off. Have a great night. The preceding program, sponsored by Freehold Mitsubishi. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
the explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. And I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.